All right, so we'll say good morning, good morning. Baruch Hashem, we are continuing in our regular schedule of Mesilas Yisharim, and we are picking up Emir Hashem this morning in Parak Yuchas, chapter 18. The section titled, Bebeir Midas HaChasidos. So we'll say, so again, we now come to a Midah that we've referenced many times over the course of our journeys from Mesilas Yisharim. Literally, again, the Midah of Chasidos. We'll translate Chasidos right now, as piety. So Ramchal writes as follows. Midas ha-chasidus tzrichihi be'emes le'be'er gadol. So Ramchal writes that this midah of chasidus really requires a significant amount of explanation. He says why? Because kimin hagim rabim udrachim rabim ovrim bein barabim ne'adim b'shim chasidus so there are many things that people do in the name of chasidus. In other words, many things that people do in, in the name of piety, or for the sake of piety, but in reality, these are not acts of piety. Hederbos is an interesting Russian. You know, what's a golem, right? A golem was just like a figure, right? A figure, like a, like a shapely, you know, a figure, like a clay figure. So there are things that people do, it's like a golem of chasidos. In other words, their intention is chasidos, Right? The goal is chasidos, but it's not chasidos. It's just like a shapeless form of some activity that's supposed to resemble chasidos. Belitar, belitsura, or belitikun. And ultimately, again, these actions are belitar. Belitar means they don't possess spiritual beauty. Belitsura, there's not a seder. There's not an order to it. Ubelo tikun. And there's no wisdom to it. So, in other words, and Abosa, we're going to see this is so incredibly dangerous because when a person thinks they're doing something good, but in reality what they're doing is not good at all, so much destruction and negativity could come from that type of activity. So let's analyze. So we'll say, so why is it? Now again, remember, we haven't even gotten into what is chasidos, what isn't chasidos. All that I'm, the way that Amchal is introducing this to us is, just know there are many things that people think are forms of chasidos, but in fact, they are the antithesis of pious behavior. Why is this? The truth is, this mistake, like most mistakes in life, comes from a fundamental lack of what he calls ion vas a lack of understanding, or a lack, a lack, a lack, a lack, a lack means like. In-depth searching, a lack of in-depth searching, and a lack of true understanding of these individuals. Actually, it's interesting that the Ramchal is really starting this out, starting out this particular chapter, in what I think is like a, a, pretty, a pretty scathing way. And he's talking about over here that sometimes what people end up doing is they adopt behaviors that they assume are manifestations of chasidus or piety without really being thought out. But they're not, they're, not, they're not exerting any effort to try to figure out what is the true darach Hashem. Rather again, they, they think that they are chasidim, they think that they're pious, and going down a path, well, kind of what's easiest, what presents itself to them, According to their logic, they did not choose to examine the matter in depth. 
nor have they weighed out this behavior in the scales of wisdom. So again, it, it's just such an interesting way that Ramchal is, is, is introducing, introducing this particular chapter. Right? We haven't even gotten into what Hasidus is. This whole time Ramchal is speaking about that Hasidus perhaps is one of the most misunderstood and abused midos. People kind of inventing their own forms of personal piety, advancing that as a form of Hasidus, when in fact often it's the antithesis of it. Vihine. Therefore the Ramchal continues. Vihine. Therefore, the Nechal says, what's the problem here? The problem here is because people have misunderstood and therefore, again, misused or developed forms of behavior which are the antithesis of Hasidus. It's given Hasidus a bad name. It's given Hasidus a bad name. In other words, because people have advanced certain things in the name of piety, that are not true displays of piety, it just gives it a bad name in the eyes of the masses. To the point where I said that people sometimes think, the general masses think, that what's chasidus, what is piety? Piety are things that are illogical. Illogical. Divrei hevel means ultimately, again, things that are worthless. Things that are worthless or things that are illogical. For example, people often think that what is chasidus? You know, you know what chasidus is? That chasidus ultimately, again, is davening all the time. Now again, davening, davening often could be a very good thing. Now, let's say, we've spoken about this concept many times before, that you could have an activity that's good, have an activity that's good, but ultimately, again, it doesn't mean that it's the right thing for you to do all of the time. I'll give you an example. I actually mentioned this in a different, in a different share, in a above a different context. So imagine the following situation. Imagine today, I decide that you know what, I'm going to stand. I'm going to stand by the corner of Seven Mile Lane and Reisterstown Road, and I'm going to go ahead and cross old people across the street the entire day. That, that's my vote. I'm going to wait by the corner. I'm just going to cross old people across the street the whole day. Is that a good idea? Good idea? Why it's a worthwhile endeavor? Right? So, sure, crossing old people across the street is a great idea. But I don't know as well say, if that comes at the expense of other dynamic things that I could be doing, it may not be the right use of my time. In other words, that, that being a chassid requires a certain degree of contemplation. So, if because I'm crossing old, old people across the street... I don't daven with a minion, right? Maybe I miss out on learning Torah. There are other, I was supposed to help out at home. There's a whole bunch of other things that are supposed to happen. So the problem is, for example, davening a lot is very good. It's very good. But again, if that becomes the totality of everything, perhaps that's misplaced chasidos. He's describing over here that people think that chasidos is just davening a lot, bakoshos rabos, viduim gilon, constantly confessing your sins, bichios, crying, hishtachavios, bichidos, prostrations, sigufim hazarim, self-afflictive behaviors, shiambispama adamasatsmo, for example, what are these self-afflictive behaviors? Kitvilos hakerach, I'm not right, literally immersing myself in ice water, right, in, 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 in icy rivers, icy bodies of water, vashalag and snow, so we'll say, it's these types of behaviors that people often associate with chasidus. 
these self-afflictive, punishing-type excessive behaviors. If it was, oh, someone who does that, that's piety. That's piety. And then Amchal's pointing out, she will say, what's the problem? What's the problem with this? Number one, who says that's piety? Right? Who, who, who decided that that's chasidus? Number two, I will say, for most people, that behavior is something we're not going to do. In which case, what's ended up happening is, it creates a sense that piety, that chasidus, is something that is not within reach of the normal person. So because of this, because of this, because of perhaps well-meaning, well-intentioned people who decided to go ahead and label these self-afflictive, punishing behaviors as chasidus, it gives chasidus a bad name in the eyes of the masses, plus the fact that it's actually an erroneous definition. Yeah, and people don't realize, sorry, is it true that some of these behaviors are appropriate at times for certain individuals? Sure. Sure, if someone's going to be about tshuva, so I've committed navera and I want to do tshuva, there might be certain extreme behaviors that I need to take on in order to right my personal ship, right? Prushim, say are people who live at, at, at a very, we'll call it almost a certain degree of, of ascetic behavior. So is, is perhaps some of these extreme behaviors right for certain individuals at certain times? Perhaps, perhaps. But remember again, extreme behaviors for extreme circumstances on an individual basis does not create a general definition for Amida needed by the masses. So Hasidus is a level that all of us have to reach. Therefore, by definition, must have a definition that makes sense for the general public for most times. So again, whereas these extreme behaviors that we just outlined may have a time and a place for certain individuals, they do not represent the core definition of Hasidus. So Hasidus is not based on these behaviors. So what is Hasidus? So it's interesting, right? So now we've spent all the time that Ramchal says, Hasidus gets a very bad name because, hey, if you stop most people, what does it mean to be a Hasid? People say, oh, Hasid, Hasid, that's a person who engages in extreme behaviors. Like what? Like immersing in icy rivers, like rolling in the snow, like self-afflictive behaviors, like davening all the time, like fasting all the time. So Rizim says, no, 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 no. That's not what Hasidus is. Those are extreme behaviors for some people at some points in time, but does not represent. So what is Hasidus? Hasidus is something that is very deep, very deep. And requires requires a real depth of understanding in order to appreciate what it is. Ramchal writes that Hasidus ultimately is, is a trait that is built on the foundational pillars of great wisdom and rectification or refinement of one's actions. Deep understanding, refinement of actions. Asher roi lechol And Kasidos ultimately, again, is such an important midah 
that every person with wisdom should run after it. But only the truly wise will ultimately be able to acquire it. So it's interesting. So the Ramchal says over here, just understand, just understand, in order to acquire chasidus, you need chachma, you need wisdom. You need wisdom. Now, that's why it says an ignorant person cannot become a chassid. And then he ends off with the phrase, Unavar ata inyan seder. Let's explain what chassidus is. So we'll, say, we'll stop over here for today. This is where we stop. So again, it, it's quite interesting that, okay, so after today's share, somebody's walking you out. Walking out, you're walking out, someone stops you. So now what's the definition of chassidus? What are you going to say? I can't tell you what chassidus is yet, but what can I tell you? I can tell you what it's not. I can tell you what it's not. And I will say, sometimes in life, sometimes in life, the way to start to understand something is by identifying what it's not. What I know Hasidus is not is extreme behaviors. Is there a place for extreme behaviors? Yes. For certain individuals, at certain times, but definitely not the collective approach. Now that I know what Hasidus is not, in Hashem, we set the stage, I will say, tomorrow for what Hasidus is. Shkoyach.